Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro, where we have real conversations with real people about money. Today is a special episode. Um, for those of you who have been following, this is actually the first episode where I have all my guests in person. So, of course, you know, I got the gang, you know, Commander Lifestyle team. Um, Andre Trust, he's been on, you know, episode one. Uh, we got Tellers over there from Pursuing Passion and Purpose. What's going and on? We also have uh, two, two featured guests today. So, one, we have Mr. M to the O to the dollar sign. That's little bro. What's going on, everybody? We also have Bria Bria. So before we get into it, both of y'all, please take the time to introduce yourselves, and we'll go from there. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. M. Toto, to the dollar sign. In other words, my name is Mo Dollars. It's a blessing to be here today. We're going to have some great conversation. Hey, y'all. I'm Bria Bria. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited for today. That's all I got to say for now. All right. So, hey, jumping into it, you know, one of the things that we've come to a recent realization of is that our 20s are really or were really a time for us to to learn right and there's a lot of trial by error and there's a lot of pain as well Um, I think everyone here would agree uh, so far so you know with that being said we kind of want to take this time today to speak with you all about since you're in the the stride of your 20s if you will uh, what you've been experiencing some things that you may need help with or things that you may have learned along the way and kind of just make this a productive conversation. You know, I think there's a, a lot of times we realize that there's a disconnect between kind of our, our age groups. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to sit down and have some cordial conversation and lead towards something. Yeah. Uh, I say 20, the 20 era is uh, a conception for young youth to be thinking it's supposed to be full of fun, which is nothing wrong with it, but it's also the time zone the ten, you know, the ten year decade for you to be analyzing what you want out of life mm. and attacking it vigorously as possible. Mm. What about you, Bree? What you think? Um, I feel like I lived a different experience growing up. So now reaching the twenties, um, for me, meeting and speaking with people around my age, um, the younger twenties. I feel like a lot of them are, like you said, trying to have fun, you know, go party. It's my first time going to the club, my first time going out. And for me, it's more so I grew up in a household to be very um, a free thinker and mm-hmm. self-aware. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, um, this isn't really for me. I don't really need to experience everything. Mm-hmm. I experience a little bit. But for me, it's where do I want to be in the future? So what habits am I doing right now? Mm. Um, I've just been a mindful person, I, like I guess, all my life. So for me, it's just stepping stones. Where can I go next? How mm. can I move from there? All right. So, hey, one of y'all got something to, to jump into? You want to jump into it, sir? So, so really, so I want to get into it. I don't, I don't want to play the surface. I don't want to be on the surface level. Um, friend groups. How are you guys feeling about your friend groups right now? Like, how, how, is, how, is, how is friendships right now impacting you guys? I lost a lot of friends. Um, I didn't really, we, didn't, we don't lose them. You know, you, you just gain a different perspective on what's greater for your mind and what's greater for your long longevity, where you want to see the people you want to be with. And once you start realizing certain traits about certain friends that you had at a certain time zone when certain things were about fun, just oblivious fun, you know, you get to focusing on details on the characteristics you want to see yourself in the peers that you appear with and their energy same likewise within you mm-hmm. you know so yeah that's yeah. how we see them on peers and friends for me um i feel like it's to be able to maneuver um dealing with friendships you got to know yourself mm-hmm. um so i feel like we're pretty similar so our mindsets when it comes to you know um all right, it takes one time to hang out with somebody to see, okay, this is what they're about, this mm-hmm. is their mindset, they'd rather drink, they'd rather do this, and nothing's wrong with it because you're still young, you still, mm-hmm. you know, want to be around people that make you feel young, but you also want to be around, uh, what's that saying, the five people that you're around the most, that's how you tend to be. Mm-hmm. So it's hard-ish because I feel like in this time in your 20s, everyone's still trying to figure out who you are yeah. for themselves, so aligning with it it may happen for a little bit it might be you know um i guess a part of the journey Mm -hmm. but for me i've learned to however long the friendship lasts or 
the experience with somebody else, um, take it how it is. And so for me, I don't really consider too many people friends, nice mm-hmm. acquaintances. Um, I model, so I have like a lot model acquaintances friends. Okay. Um, so different strokes for different folks also mm-hmm. is what I say. Um, still maneuvering. It's tricky. It, it was it was tough in my twenties. I mean, I'm I'm still twenty. I'm twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there, but it it was it was kind of tough though. I feel like. You know, and obviously for everybody who knows us, knows that, you know, E and I have been rocking our 20s together. I rocked out most of my 20s with Tells. And a lot of it was difficult because you start to realize that your friends might not be on the same path as you. And it comes to, like, you got to start making some real difficult decisions. Yeah. Right? It's it's not as easy as it it seems. Yeah. You know, we start to get to the point where, you know, uh, you know, we, we start to see people fall by the wayside is what I like to call it, where they start to overthink things. They start to isolate themselves unnecessarily. And it becomes weird when you start to progress. Right. So the more you start to progress, it's almost like, you know, some friends start to hate on the process or hate on what you're doing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, but it's not necessary. Right. So going through the 20s, that was that was something difficult for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but you yeah. Know, yeah. That, was, that was something that was tough for me. Yeah, so, like, really getting back to my 20s. So, I'm long going past 20s, by the way. <laughs> but um, really, when you talk about having fun and y'all was talking about friendships and how to navigate through all that, I think the biggest thing is, like, striking a balance. Because yep. I think a lot of times everyone looks at it like, oh, I got time. You know, I'm, I, can, I, can, I can have fun. I can waste these years. It's okay because I can get serious later on. And when you're around people like that that doesn't know how to strike a balance and understand that, hey, in the 20s, that's the time really where you're supposed to be grinding and you're building and you're planning for the future and you're doing all the things necessary to make sure when you get to the point, like at my age, you know, you're going to be good, yeah. right? Because quiet is kept, you know, 20 is still young, 30 is still young, 40 still. is still young, right? Still. I know I know, 50-year-olds are still out here making plays. Still. You know what I mean? So Into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and so, like, if you're not going to do the stuff necessary at the young age, then you don't, you know, you're not going to have nothing to hold on to or look forward to in the future. You know, so for me, you know, when I think about my twenties, I, I look at that as a time of like, I, I wish I would have struck more of a balance, right? Because I, I, I had responsibility early. I had my son when I was 21. I was married when I was 20. Right. So I didn't really strike that balance between the fun aspect and then building for the future. I was very robotic right? in terms of like step by step by step by step by step. You know, but in in hindsight, 2020, I'm realizing like me being my age now, I got tons of life to live. Yeah. Right. You know, I, it's it's tons that that I have to look forward to. So, you know, having and striking that balance, if you're not around a friend group that's going to be able to understand there's a time for play and there's a time for handling business. Yep. That's when you have to say, let me evaluate that mm-hmm. circle and see if I need to go align with other people that are more like minded that understand that, you know, it's not a game out here. True. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, you know, so Mo, you spoke about how part of your 20s you've been experiencing losing friends. And, you know, my experience with that a lot had to do with responsibility. You know, when you hit your 20s, you go from living a life with little to no responsibility. Some may have more than others, right? For the the vast majority of of people in their teens, right? You don't really have much responsibility. And you jump from that into bills are coming you know you got a credit card that you don't really understand how to work you got loans with terms that you don't even know what they're talking about right and so part of that for me was seeing how people handled said responsibilities when it came time to handle them right and there were different kinds of people some were you know playing around kind of the i'll get to it later mindset and then it was like the ones who were like yo i'm trying to get to it too and slowly we i aligned myself with those trying to get to it too because one i didn't need anybody making me feel bad about wanting to do more and two i didn't need anybody trying to pull me back while i'm trying to move forward right oh you could do that yeah. you could do that later uh, but one time ain't gonna hurt right like you yeah, know it's, yeah, it's yeah. just like nah bro you gotta go poison that's poison yeah, so we gotta right toast to that that's yeah, poison right that's poison we got that's poison you can't have that <laughs> can't do that man. but you know so would you how would you say you've experienced that transition as far as with the responsibility and how like you've noticed different people started handling those things, both of you. Uh, I could say, you know, back to touching what Tellers was saying about balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a book that I just recently got to finish. Um, thanks to trust, uh, compound effect. Yay. That's a classic. Bob, man, it's a bad mom. 
But anyway, <laughs> in that book, there was, uh, I can't recall which chapter, but they, he was talking, um, Darren, I believe it was Darren, that's the writer? Yeah, I believe it is. Darren Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a section where he, you know, he told, where well, he's speaking to you in the book, and he's telling you, like, you should dictate the people you're dealing with within, you know, are they worth the three minutes, three hours, three days, three months, three years? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How long, how good is the friendship? How, you know, how beneficial, how, like, is it good for you? Mm. You know, so finding that balance and knowing off rip the energy you have with somebody, the conversations you have with somebody, the aspirations, are y'all dreaming together? Are y'all just having a day-to-day basis? Or, you know, so that balance is how I used to dictate how I wanted to deal with people growing up, basically. Mm. So, so going back to that, you said, uh, "Are they good for you?" Mm. Right? That 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 kind of intrigued me a little bit, right? I think many people don't understand how good friendship can be, right? So, how are you guys seeing people treat each other as friends? Maybe that's a problem as well. It's like, yeah. I, I've from what I've seen outside looking in, compared to how we treat each other as a friend group. It's very different from what I see a lot very of people, different. you know, how they treat each other. So I, I guess how would you guys see the relationships with other friends or how are friends treating each other within your guys' age group? So for me, I wanted to, like, steer away from the word weird when you said it earlier mm-hmm. because that kind of is what this generation gives a little bit more um, mm-hmm. odd because um, being, I guess, they haven't even worked on themselves, you know, still starting up in their 20s. I feel like it all goes back to that, the self-work yeah. um, and figuring out yourself. So you can, you know, love and support me as much as you do, but then it, it turns to a point where you're wondering, how come she's getting this and how come she's doing that? And it turns more into, like, envy and stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't really take the time to the figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's making sure that anybody I align with whether it be a creative, whether it be somebody that chooses to work a nine to five, however our friendship um, works, is what are you doing for yourself? Like, what do you? What interests you? What are your talents? What are your gifts? Because everyone has gifts, everyone has talents. So making sure that we're on that page, mm-hmm. and then we can go further. Um, but it, it's hard. I feel like in this day and age, because I feel like a lot of people wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this generation is intoxicated. I'm not gonna say way more, because I feel like you know everyone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to say way more, but intoxicated in it. You know, everything I feel like gets a little bit worse. Weed gets a little bit worse. The Mm. other drugs get a little bit worse. So what they're in taking and then um, I guess like the cycles and the habits, it's kind of hard to focus and figure out, all right, this is what I bring to the table. This Mm. is how we can all plug in and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. I can say that the 20s aren't so bad. You know, um, I just, I can say they're very determined. I've seen a lot of determined 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It's just the, which everyone needs, is the lack of guidance and the right people to look up to, the right mentorship. I don't think mentorship stops at any age. So, you know, as as young as, you know, the 20s are, the fer- how fertile the mind is, I think that's the deepest point where people need mentorship. And I don't think we seek mentorship as young as 20. We seek um, the fun first. You know, having, oh, I'm a boss, so I'm grown, I have this, I have yeah. that. Rather than my loved ones, my people, my you know, the people that help them build a different type of mind state. So, rather so than, why do you think that is? Why? Um, this, we can touch, but I don't want to blame internet. I don't want to blame internet, but um, internet definitely plays a heavy duty part on the mentors they do see, you know, because in America, in America, uh, certain footage gets surfaced on the net a little differently compared to different nations and what, you know, what is perceived as that's Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. you know? So when mentors become you know, the right mentors become visible, I should say, Uh, the 20s will be more impactful with it. How do you you feel about that, Brian? I feel like a lot of... A lot of the mentors, especially on the the surfaces that we see, the media, social medias, 
um, the capitalization of the U.S., I feel like it kind of corrupts, like, people's actual good deed and why they're trying to help somebody at the end of the day is, okay, let me try to, I see your potential, let me try to help you, and then, you know, I expect this in return. So for me, like, I feel like this year I've, um, or last year I ran into somebody that I consider a mentor that I feel like has genuine good deeds, but prior to that I don't feel like I've ran into anybody without some string, like, something's, mm. yeah. Um, so I feel like it's just really... It's really, it comes once in a blue moon. Um, and I don't feel like enough people are blessed with the opportunities. Like, looking at you all and being able to experience all of this, I think this is a great blessing, and you have been blessed with great mentors um, because this doesn't happen often, especially not, like, in a society of black people, not in the society of, mm, I feel like, the South in comparison the north when it comes to like the mindset and what we're taught in the education system like it goes to everything um so it's just about give me the chance for the commander but you know same with the school system yeah um i was just basically saying like you can see it in multiple different levels um that is very unfortunate, the lack thereof, actual genuine support. But if, like he said, if there were more, the 20s, people in their 20s right now, for the future generation, I feel like the ones that are doing the work is going to make a way of a difference for the mm-hmm. following up 20s. Yeah. Um, right now, it's still <laughs> trying, you know? <laughs> you know, but I, I'll point something out there, right? Because it's something you said about how you grew up, right? You were taught to be very free-thinking. And, you know, Mo spoke about the internet, right, and how that can influence people. But I think having the ability to learn to think freely and have an opinion of your own helps a lot because you you find yourself not getting influenced by those things on social media so much. And even like you, right, you may not have ran into the right mentors, but you had the wherewithal to know not to choose them and to keep looking, right? So that's also a, a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The real skill is really sifting through all the nonsense, especially when technology is like driving our daily lives and we get bombarded with so much just nonsense misinformation people who claim their gurus and you know I'm, I'll go, I can help you do this and I can help you do that but always there's a string attached and so really it comes down to kind of like how am I going to sift through all the nonsense to find the right people that's going to lead me to the path that I'm trying to get down and I think that's probably the real struggle and the tough yeah. piece uh, from coming yeah. from out in the 20s because like I you know I know a lot of us I do it too we scrolling and then, you know, you see this or you, or, or you see something that society is going to deem like, oh, I should put value in this. And it, it end up not being something you should put value in, which I think w- uh, we're probably going to talk about it, but probably lead us to why so many people get trapped in like getting liabilities too early. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> so like, so, so like what, this what's is the, a money show. So what pressures, I guess, from social media era, right? What pressures do you guys feel? currently if you guys feel pressure like we're like you feel me like not to say but like societal pressures that you know get placed on you guys um so as a creative when I look at the modeling scene the music scene um stylists uh, creative directors and I actually look into the people themselves um I realize that a lot of them are my age around my age doing these things that I deem as, wow, why am I not, like, what am I not still doing to be able to get there? Because I know I want it, I know I'm trying, but, like, what extra hard work are they doing? But it just humbles me, but reminds me at the same time, like, you can do this, because there's, there's people around you. Go ahead. What you got? Uh, um, the mic. you know, um, Speaking into who Mo Dollars is, he's an artist, been making music for a good amount of years, you know. Uh, He's a very creative individual, and in many eyes, he may be seen as, damn. And in some eyes, he'll be seen as, oh, what up, bro? Um, And going back to, uh, like Teller said, that balance, you know, knowing that everything... 
or, or Jamaicans would say, puss on dog now to see him look. Is him and so not everybody gonna bust when they supposed to bust. Maybe there's some little increments in your situation where it's not working. You don't have the right people around you. You're not praying enough. You know, you know, meditating enough. You're not hitting the studio enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you're not strategically working smarter enough. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not separating yourself from the nonsense that keep taking the blessings away from you when you're supposed to have the blessings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, finding all those balances within and just being appreciative of life itself. You know what I'm saying? Just to know you have the opportunity, you have the grace to do that. To get in the front of the microphone, you know what I'm saying? For you know, for eyes, more dollars, to get in front of the microphone, to get in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's millions of people who wish they could do just that little part right there. Yeah. I yeah. may not have made a million dollars yet, you know what I'm saying? But that may be a million dollars worth of courage in somebody else's eyes. Yeah. That was actually a really good point because like a lot of times people don't look at like the actual perspective of what's happening and take the positives away. Like you just said, like I know in, in your generation, you know, it's, you're always getting shown, like, an image of something that you don't have. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, uh, like, in my creative space, and I see people doing X, Y, and Z, and they're my age. And, you know, why am I not doing that? Um, but like you just said, I think it's important, you know, you're always going to be doing something a little bit better than somebody else. Yeah. Right? So, it, and being able to have that perspective, focus on that positive aspect of it, then it can kind of give you the... You know, the stamina to keep pushing. To keep you... To keep pushing, because that's important. That's that perspective. Kind of like realizing that, you know, the house you're trying to leave is another person's dream house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) So so even though you may not be where you want to at, like you said, gratitude, right? So, yeah, I I know that I see myself going much further, but I appreciate every day that I am at least right here where I am, because it could be worse. Right. And that's the part that I feel like humbles me when I'm able to self-reflect. Like, although I'm not here... You know, I'm able to see that I can do it. Um, so, which is which is awesome because yeah, awesome. for me, right in my young 20s, self reflection wasn't really a thing. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I had one mode, like yo, yeah. let's get to it, right? But that's something that's become come more important as time has went on, and I think it's it's amazing that y'all are able to, you know, harness that power so young because it's going to pro- provide so much value for you throughout your future, right? Because it goes into that, and then kind of building into other stuff you spoke about, like self-accountability, right? Like, that's a part of it as well. Like, you hold yourself accountable. You're grateful for where you are. Like, you're going to start making moves that you had no idea you could make. Like, and um, it's about, like, music. Am I am I working long enough? Am I doing the right things? You know, a lot of times in, in your 20s with social media and all these things, right, I think one of the things that social media is bad at is making people think that everything happens overnight, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the issue that is hard to to drill into, um, you know, or just one of the things that I really try to drill into people in their twenties is like, Hey, look, I know you want to be here and you think it's going to happen tomorrow, but it's okay. First off, you're very young, right? That you have the idea. You just need to get the steps and work towards the steps, right? Don't worry about such and such. Who's, you know, 18 and made $10 million last month. That's 0.0001% of the real population, right? Like worry about where you stack up against. And when you look in the mirror, did you beat the person you saw yesterday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my, like one of the biggest things, if I could take it back to perspective, in my 20s, I would have chased perspective more, right? That, like, just to be completely honest, mm-hmm. if there's one thing that I would have done more is I would have sought out people that I care for their opinion. That's one. There's a lot of people I don't care for their opinion. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm going to continue to push that. I'm always going to be a, like a firm proponent of just because somebody's older than you doesn't mean you have to listen to them. Right, they, they they don't necessarily know what they're talking about, but when they do know what they're talking about, right, you really do listen to what they're saying. So I would have chased meeting a lot more older indiv- older established individuals that could guide me through. Like, hey man, life is not a game, right? It can be fun. Don't get me wrong, life can be marvelous, right? <laughs> it's, it could be really beautiful, really fast. But getting to that beauty, there's a lot of things that you have to learn in order to shape your character, mm-hmm. right? So that's something that I would have focused on a lot. It's like, in this moment, yeah, I'm sad. Like, one thing that got me one time, I was with my mom. And we were at uh, a restaurant, and the waiter was phenomenal. She was good to go. And my mom is listening to her talk about her kids. And she comes over, and she's like, you know, and my mom mentioned, hey, I heard you talking about your kids earlier. Like, tell me about them. 
and she pulls out her photos. She starts going and she's showing everything. And at the end of it, my mom is like, hey, please leave her a big tip. Because my mom knows what it felt like to be a single mother with multiple kids trying to provide on one on, on one salary Respectful. while nobody's inside the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, oh. So that's what my mom was going through those times when, you know, we couldn't afford things or we couldn't have things. This is what she was facing. So gaining that perspective is like, for me, I'm ha- every day I wake up, I can breathe. I'm like the happiest on earth just because like, for that opportunity to do so. So in my 20s, heavily, I would have chased, chased some perspective. Yeah. I think that would have gave me a lot more understanding like what you were saying earlier. Yeah. You know, I, I think that would gave me some understanding. Absolutely. I think with perspective too, it's, that's why it's a, I gained a lot of perspective thanks to the military because I, I, you know, we spoke about last night, like, you know, going different places and seeing <clears throat> what a real struggle is like. You know, people living in huts made out of, of stone and... There's no power, no running water, no electricity, no medical, and they're playing soccer with a can and have smiles on their face coming to talk to me for hours just hanging out, right? And it's like, wow, if they're happy with this, yeah. what do I really have to complain about? Right? I got to go home to a, a house, right? I have a vehicle that's that warm, works. That's warm, that's heated. I, I have a, a kitchen with food in it at all times. Like I can, if I need something, I can drive down the street to a grocery store. Like there's all these little that we th- we focus so much on what we don't have, especially in our twenties. Like we want everything now, that we we kind of just forget about all the things that we have been able to get. You know, a special education, like all these different things. I I fully agree, um, and I think I actually love the stage of being kind of down because mm. it makes me more like. You know, when you, you want to go after that, something, that you know, you wanna, you it's a hunger feel like, damn, I don't got it, but I know I could get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so I was born in Jamaica. You know, I come, mm-hmm. I come from parts of that. You know, I, I go home, I still see it. You know, that's everywhere in the world. There's good and there's bad. Um, it won't stop. Um, but I also love that hunger feeling and the humble feeling because when you do get it, you know. You look at it or whatever it is, you feel it, and you just get a nice grip of it. And then when you don't have something that you want or you want to provide it for somebody else, you get a different type of mentality, that Kobe mentality, you know what I'm saying, to attack it for just for a greater good, for either your benefit, for somebody that you love, or you know, or just a consumption for yourself. Because that feeling is just, you know, it's a hunger feeling. Yeah. So I never look at it on some, damn, yeah, I don't have it. I don't look at it on some, damn, we can never have it. Now we can have it. It's just we gotta put that energy into it. Yeah. What are you willing to do to earn it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a good point. I mean, if you know, in order to experience the true value of success or how it feels, you gotta know what the struggle felt like too. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a balance, um, and so that's why me having kids, um, you know, I, I I struggle with like, okay, how much am I gonna expose my kids to? Because I want them to have that same grit and passion that I had, right? The things that got me to the point that I'm at now, you know, what, do I need to recreate some moments? You know, is there a balance on what they should have, what they shouldn't have? And that's an ongoing battle. And I'm sure, like, when, when you guys have, you know, kids somewhere down the line, that's something to keep in the back of your mind because, you know, as you, the more successful you get, it's very difficult to, go, to recreate yeah, those to moments. to recreate yeah. that energy. You know what I'm saying? You can't like, recreate I, that. You did all the yeah. hard work and all the, you know, get all the burns, and then you just try to give a nice plate to them, but yet you still want them to have that same fire right, in them right, that right, you, right. you know, you possessed. You know. Gain it, then you'll lose it just as quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess financially-wise, um. When, when it comes to credit and stuff. So for me, I was blessed to have um, somebody introduce me and show me what it took to, mm-hmm. you know, attain really good credit. Mm-hmm. For me, though, I feel like the hardest part with credit was not trying to make up for all the losses I'd never had when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And oh, because I have this limit now because I can do this. Yep. Now I want to. You get that. You get I call it free money syndrome. I call it free money syndrome. You get it, it's like, ah, it's there. I, I worry about it later. And later, later you yeah. know, it's turning interest. Like, I can make it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very, very, very bad habit. Yeah. Oh, so, and credit is a good one, right? Because I, I, there's one of the things I, I speak about sometimes, and it's 
you know, it always baffled me that a, a 17, a 18 year old kid can, can show up to a college campus and they just hand them credit cards. Right. And there's, I'd say probably about 98% of them have zero idea on how that, that piece of plastic or sometimes metal, right. Yeah. works. Um, and that's, that's a detriment, right. But I'm actually <clears throat> working to like try to get into the school systems now because everyone sits around and complains about the fact that kids don't know these things. Right. But yet no one's sitting around and actually just teaching them teaching. what it is. Yeah. You know, um, it's because a lot of them don't know for themselves. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a fact. There you go. I just had to toss that out there. A lot of people don't know it for themselves. Adults. And unfortunately they're not being honest. Unfortunately, they're not telling the truth. Unfortunately, they're not sharing with the youth that they don't know what to do. And if the next generation can figure out what to do, we should give them the support to do it. Just, yeah, you know, I just had yeah. to toss that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So mm-hmm. not knowing what questions to ask when you are presented this, not knowing. OK, so if I do have a credit limit, what's the percentage to keep it? At? If I do that, like not really knowing the specifics. OK, credit, like you said. No. And I, I, I don't think that's y'all's fault. right? I never look at it and say, hey, it's your fault. You don't know it. Right. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I feel like it's my responsibility. Like I have two little brothers. Right. If they do something at this point where it doesn't make sense on their credit financially, that's a failure on me. Right. Like, and I, yeah. and I fully hold it as that. Right. But everyone else doesn't see it as such. Like, oh, you, I figured it out. You can figure it out. Mm. Why? You know what I'm saying? When you can sit there and give me like, you can help me not make mistakes earlier, which can help me progress farther. Right. But it goes back to what he said. They don't know for one, but also too, I will say that I think y'all are much better at going and actually finding the information. You don't, you don't, you get don't it from the teacher or from somewhere you go, oh, you know how to, you'll go to YouTube, you go to a TikTok, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll reach out and find things. I think y'all are much better at that. But <clears throat> overall, like, how would y'all say y'all's, y'all's friend group is when it comes to, things, you know, uh, personal finance and credit and these things? How's that? How would you say their experience is right now? Um, you know, because this is where you start realizing how, how much, uh, you know, these student loans are going to take you or how long <laughs> it's going to take you to pay off student loans, right? You're, you're realizing that, you know, when you take a loan and you're making that payment every month, the full the full payment isn't going to principal. So even though you paid a thousand dollars, only four hundred went towards the principal, and the other six went to interest. Went to the man. Right? Went like, to the collector. You're just taking blow after blow. And it's it's that that could be shocking, right? It's like, yo, why didn't no one tell me this, right? And you get angry. Now you're dealing with it. Now your money. You go from thinking you gonna have all this money every month to no one told you that. You shouldn't buy that brand new Audi to celebrate your college graduation, but now the seven hundred dollar payment is taking everything. So you live in paycheck to paycheck, graduate from this big school. Calm down, calm down, calm, calm down. Major rant. That's tough because it's the truth. But it's it it really is. You you got something to tell? No, I was gonna say uh, just just you know I I feel I feel the energy because like this one of those things like I fell into the trap. You know, in my twenties, I fell into the trap of like. One, like a, like we were all talking about like what we would have done differently. So for me, I would have not just accepted what life gave me, right? Mm. So in the world told me that, hey, life is about operating from a state of survival. Mm. Life is about cur- incurring up liabilities. It's okay if you make enough money, you can pay for it. Mm. And so that's why when, when I'm teaching now, we talk about what I like to describe as the middle-class trap. And a lot of people fall in that trap in their 20s where they think, you know, life is about getting a good job getting a good credit score so you can buy things that you can't afford to oppress people that you don't even like. Mm. Right. And so I, I fell in that trap and, and it took me uh, like, what was that for like three years to get up out of it. Yeah. But once it was free, like I never want to go back in that <laughs> <laughs> scenario again. again. Um, you know, but in the twenties, like, you know, you were, you were about to answer the question about your friend group. Um, but what are you guys seeing? I, Cause I, I, I got some reasons why I think that everyone's making these mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are y'all seeing or what's causing people to like, you know what? $600 a month payment. Oh, I can make it. Let me go. Let me go ahead and take this debt, you know, or just doing crazy stuff like that. It. I deserve it. I, I deserve a liability because I worked hard. Hey, I'm about to put I that on a that shirt that in the smoker shirt. I don't think it's actually really talked about until the after fact. Oh yeah, mm. I went to go buy my car. Oh, I went to go da 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 da, and then they probably possibly give their opinion afterwards. But even 
deeper than that. I feel like with like credit or like finances, like saving wise, like oh, like having to talk about savings. Mm-hmm. How do you? How much you have saved up for what? For where is it dedicated to? Da 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 da. I feel like it doesn't really. I feel like it's too personal. Living in New York City, also, I definitely don't feel like those topics are really discussed. Um, mm. Might as want a former to, New Yorker, <laughs> as a former New Yorker, yeah, <laughs> might want to, you know, might want to, but like I came, um, I was born in Atlanta, so like the Southern hospitality, I don't see it as a wrong thing, you know. Let's really have these no, open discussions, yeah. but then Carolina. going up there, even like saying my full government, it's like, oh, hold back, B, Bria, like that's that's what y'all are getting because that's what y'all are giving back. So everything's mm-hmm. classified, everything. So it's kind of hard. It's like it's very competitive up there. So it's kind of really hard to have discussions because how am I going to put you on when I'm trying to be put on? And for me, I feel like it's the opposite than most of the masses. You know, they see as if I tell you my secrets or tell you what and how I got here, that it's going to affect me and like my my shine and my light. But for me, it's the complete opposite. So it's kind of it's, it's a battle of trying mm. to have gotta, those conversations. Yeah. You know? I got to jump in point. on that point, point that you made. Right. So. This always energizes me. Everybody gets they 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 energize the session, right? One of the things that I hate the most, unfortunately, is that a lot of us don't understand that when the team wins, we win. Mm-hmm. Right? When the mm-hmm. team wins, we win. That means that if I have an idea, right, and I bring it to the group, I don't your personality is completely different from mine. Yours is different from mine. Yours is different from mine. He's different from mine. Bringing an idea to the group, your mind might take that idea in a direction that will give us $100 million for the group. Mm. Like just something I was not seeing at all, something I couldn't even fathom to think. But because of the decisions and the situations that you've been in your life, you're able to view it from a perspective, Mm. like we said earlier, from a perspective that I wasn't able to garner, which then can save the entire team. But the issue is, is like what you're saying, a lot of situations become competitive unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. Unnecessarily, right? Yeah. It's like, why would I have a plan or an idea that has worked for me and not be like, hey, bro, might work for you. Hey, sis, might work for you, right? It's, it's, it's a scarcity mentality when we really need to be in an abundance mind state, right? Everything is available. I can tell you from speaking from uh, <laughs> personal experience, right? There is a lot of abundance in this world. Everyone can win. Too much sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sauce. Everyone can win. Everyone can win. You know, that, that goes to the concept of group economics that I speak about all the time. Right? <laughs> like, I'm a f- big supporter of group, e- group economics. And what I mean by that is, you know, it makes much more sense for us to do brunch at Sunday at 209 as opposed, and, you know, everybody spends $10 as opposed to going out to brunch every weekend and spending 100 Right? Like, now... You, the experience is different. You get the, you know, you have different worry. You don't have to worry as much. You get more of the food and the drinks that you want, right? Like it makes a lot more sense to, hey, maybe instead of everybody goes to the movie tonight and spends twenty dollars on popcorn and drinks, that we just have a movie night at the crib. Like that, you know, these are experiences. And it, on it the goes trust famous couch. On the couch. But um, you know that I think being able to see that, right? And even like living situations, right? You know, a lot of people getting their twenty. Oh, I had roommates in college or I did this and I got to be on my own. I deserve to be on my own. But it's like, hey, pride. look, it's a lot of a lot of things you can avoid if you get no. get over that pride bubble right pride. there. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone wants their own space, right? But if you make $3,000 a month and you can't find a place cheaper than two grand a month rent, why would you not want to rent out another spot, right? You're going to rather eat that to the face than have someone else in your space? Yo, give it up. Pride. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the... the you have to be able to see the bigger picture, and I think that's part of some ha- having someone in your corner that can help show you that that different perspective. Like, hey, look, here's why. Here's why it makes sense, and you don't have to just let anybody off a of Craigslist in your crib, right? But yeah. you know, there's a lot of even with us, right? We lived together for the for the longest, and you know, even though we both, of course, anybody's gonna want their own space, right? But the, instead of seeing it as something that was a, like a, a rift or something that we just had to get past, we saw it as what it was, an experience, right? And because of that, the things that we learned from living together, we would have never in, had in, being alone. Invaluable. And, invaluable. And now we can take those and apply those lessons to, to everywhere else, right? And that's one of the things that, you know, I try to do, I know they try to do, is a lot of people jump into a situation and immediately think about all the reasons why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. 
why it's not going to work. Why it's going to make them upset. The, word, the worst case scenario. Like, worst case scenario. Looking at the cup half empty instead so, of half, so, so, half But full. what if, you know, I always say, so what if you just thought about the good that could come from it? Yeah. And you just change it the way you thought. Don't think about what's going bad because you... Typically, when you're in that situation, you can't change it, right? So why continually think about what's bad? Whereas opposed to you, like, all right, well, what, what are the benefits that I can gain from this? And then you get excited about the benefits because you're in the situation regardless. So why not at least be comfortable and happy in the situation, right? Because it doesn't all, it's not all bad. Most of it is mental, right? You, you suffer more in the, our imagination and in reality, you know, things like that. Mind over matter. One of the things I try to push out, right? So whenever I come to a decision, this is one of my favorite tools if you feel free to use it, feel free to use it, whoever wants to use it. Whenever it comes to a big decision, I always say two things to myself. All right, worst case scenario, it doesn't work, I stay the same. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, my life and everyone around me changes forever. Forever. And that always gets me to go because it's like I just want everybody's situation to change. So if, if we're going to be in the same situation regardless, then I might as well take an attempt because if the attempt works... Everyone around me, life can change forever. Not for like partly, not for like the weekend. It's like a right play that I make mm-hmm. will set up our generations forever because we're going to have documentation and information and ways to do it again. See, and I'm going I'm to jump. Mm-hmm. I want to bring this back to finance real quick on that. So, you know, being able to take those risks, right? It's a lot easier when you have your back end taken care of, right? When you have the consumer debt going, when your credit is good and you're not worrying about where bills are going, right? Mm-hmm. Because now... And you have, you know, an emergency fund set up to can cover, you know, 6 to 12 months, whatever you need. All of these things are there. <clears throat> now, that, that you know, $500, $1,000 investment or, you know, what, you know, whatever you're trying to do to progress, right, hits a lot differently if it doesn't work because none of that's effective. You're going to wake up tomorrow, still going to have the roof. Your bills are still going to be paid. The lights are going to come on. You still have water, right? But you can, but is if that la- that thousand dollars was your last for the month, and if the play don't work out, and now you got to figure out how you gonna pay the bills because it didn't work, that's very different, right? So that's why you know we always say it's levels to this, right? But if you <laughs> if you if you take care of what's important, everybody wants to do the 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 sexy stuff, right? I want to invest and you know go put this in properties and do that and make the bag now. But it's like yo, you haven't done the basics yet. Like you gotta you can't you don't go from the starting line to the to the finish line. Just like that, right? Like there's a there's a there's a path you have to take, right? And so people try to skip the steps and expect to get different results. So so going off that, there's the motto, right? I'm I'm trying to spread this by the way. I'm trying to make this viral. <laughs> um, I say you can't skip steps. You can only get through them faster, right? And the reason that I say that is because the hard work doesn't change. You always have to do the hard work, no matter what. <laughs> It's, it's nothing that we've ever done has came easy. The thing is, the more and more hard work you do, eh, hard work has a compounding interest. Hard, smart work has a compounding interest that no one talks about, mm-hmm. right? So, for instance, right, my credibility with tells is super high. My credibility with E is super high because of the work that we've done over the years. So, as time goes on, right, five years pass, ten years pass, if I need X amount of dollars, I could tap him and he's going to give it to me. Not because of whatever, but he's physically watched me handle money. He's watched me put in work for years. He understands that if he gives me a dollar amount, good that's I'm good for it. It is right. I'm I'm good yeah. for it. And just just so everybody it's understands, there's it. zero question, <laughs> zero question. Like I'm good for. It. I've done the due diligence. He knows for a fact I'm gonna do the work. He knows for a fact I've made the phone calls. He knows for a fact I've crossed every T. We're not even gonna bring tells into this. I'm giving yeah. him a shout out every time. <laughs> <laughs> Hardest working man in showbiz every single time, right? So it's, it's understanding that you can't skip the steps, but through guidance and mentorship, you can get through them really fast. You don't have to suffer in your mentality for five years before you realize that, like, honestly, your home should be you, right? Mentioning um, self-work earlier. One of the dopest parts about living with E was all we did was focus on self-work. It was like a year and a half of just straight up and down self-work. Yeah, if you can imagine like what it was like in 300 when they was training. Yeah, that's what it felt like. like it was, Goku and Vegeta in there. Like, literally back and forth. It's like I'm in my room like, all right, what am I going through right now? In my journal. I'm like, yo, E, have you journaled? Uh, I'm with it. Cool. Here, Here's like some of the stuff. Hey, yo, trust. Have you done X, Y, Z? Have you learned trading? I'm like, nah, not really. All right, cool. Let's do it. And it was just back and forth of working on ourselves to the point where now our homes are ourselves. Right? Wherever I go, I feel at home. 
Right? You can't make can't me not. It. You can't make me not feel like yeah. I'm at home. Right? But the, the, that's what I mentioned earlier. The, the man, the, the the times that we had invaluable. Yeah. Right. The the mental strength that we gained from working on ourselves and doing what was necessary, putting ourselves through the mud and understanding that you can't have the instant gratification. You know. Yeah. Um. Shout outs to the bond you guys have created. Mm-hmm. Um, very immaculate. Um, one of the realest things you guys do is check each other mm. on a responsible term. Um, if people check each other on, you know, in our young ages, we take it as intimidation. I was like, what you mean? What you, you don't like how? Huh? And it's not, it is, it, it's unfortunate <laughs> we see it that way. You know, instead of like, damn, we're... But I like my friend. I don't want my friend to leave my corner. Mm-hmm. So as a matter of fact, I might as well adjust if it makes sense to keep my friend in my corner. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can have anybody in corner, but it doesn't mean it's the right person to have in your corner. Mm-hmm. If y'all both G-checking each other, as we would call it, you know, in the, in the ghetto. <laughs> 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 we would G-check each other like, yo, bro, you tweaking. Yeah. And I want to see you do better, so I'm going to let you know you're tweaking. And if I'm tweaking and you want to see me do better, let me know I'm tweaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like one of the things I think 20-year-olds should be focusing on is making sure you're G-checking all your friends, all your loved ones mm-hmm. for the better of the good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the ability to take critique is probably one of the most important traits that we need to develop as mm-hmm. a society in general because mm-hmm. um, I think the theme of this, since we've been talking, is a lot of, you know, it's putting yourself in the right circle. Right. Because they couldn't you couldn't even accept the fact that they live together unless the circle, you know, understand the value in that yeah. and then wouldn't put that pressure on them. Like, oh, you can't live. You can't get your own spot. Oh, you, you got to go live with somebody else to save money. And, and like those pressures is what cause people to kind of be like, oh, well, maybe I will go get a place with myself because they don't want to. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? They don't want to look bad in front yeah. of their friends. So that that's the real a real theme is kind of like, you know, understanding your circle, making the right decisions, being around the right people. Um, you know, but I, I think, you know, looking at that from the holistic standpoint, I think like if we do those things and we understand how to take self critique, um, you know, it'll, we'll be good to go. Cause, um, we check each other all the time, all the time, all, all, all the time. <laughs> if, 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 if trust is fucking up, I'm gonna tell him if, he's, if, he, if he's fucking up, I'm gonna tell him and, and vice versa. They're going to tell me, to. um, and, and being able to build that relationship like that, um, just makes the group better. Right. Yeah. It just makes the group better. And so um, that but that's why I think in the 20s now, if you're listening, like, um, you know, because we we talk about like finding your circle. But let's say you you grew up with somebody from the sandbox. Mm. Right. And y'all just not aligned no more. That's not an easy thing. Yeah. To yeah, just be like, it's not. you know what? We're not, not on the same all. page no more, bro. Like, I, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, deuces. so, uh. so I, I want to make sure we highlight, we, we highlight, like, that's not always just going to be easy, it's right? Not, it's going to be it's difficult. Not. It's going to be more, it's you probably know? the most com- uncomfortable moments in life, and it's going to happen ongoing. Right. Uh, it might be the sandbox. It might be the office. It might be your wife. It might be, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's hard to, know how that three minute, three hour, three year Facts, yeah. window is going to stay open and, right. and how comprehensive your partners, your friends is going to be to be like, you know what? I love you so much. For the long run, I'm willing to do anything that makes our situation cool. Mm. But how how long do we give them, right? Let's jump into a whole nut. How long do we give somebody of warning them of trying to be like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do before we cut them off? Um, you watch the effort, you watch the effort, you know, see how seriously they take you and you know how, if you told them you were hurt, how really they took it. If you were hurt, you know, everybody, yeah. man, get over it, get over it. That's oh, so you, all right, now you're down to three minutes. Now yeah. you're down to three days. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. cutting down. Yeah. Like, yeah. You didn't see it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Give so. them some time, but you, you know, yeah. Start breaking it down. You had you at three years, but now you said, "Cool, you didn't respect how I feel." I'm bringing it down to three months. You know that 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 makes a lot of sense, right? And I, I feel the same way because when you when you're dealing with someone, right, you always hear like, <clears throat> "Say me and you got a problem, right?" And I'm not doing something that that you need me to do as a brother, right? And <clears throat> I hear it, and I'm like. 
oh, well, you know, I know you want to do that, but I'm stuck here, right? But you know that me being stuck here, one, stops me from progressing, but it also stops you, right? And people are like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to leave my boy. Like, you know, most people in your situation, I don't want to leave him, right? It's like, but it's like, at some point, you know, I always reference the airplane, right? You, know, you got to put your, your own, you know, breathing apparatus on before you can save someone else. So it gets a point to me where, you know, once you start, once you start feeling like that person is taking you under, you have no choice but to cut the line. You can always come back, right? But you have to save yourself first. Right. And you have to be your own priority and your own biggest advocate because just like we spoke about, there's not a lot of people coming out here to mentor and help, right? So if other people ain't coming to save you, why wouldn't you try to save yourself first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I had a childhood best friend, or my childhood best friend. Um, we just recently, like, reconnected. She's from Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Um, Shout out and to so, facts. Um, when middle school happened, she ended up moving back, and we kind of differed a little bit like just growing up personality wise and so then the distance kind of made it harder we went to like visit each other a little bit try to make it work but it was as we came around different crowds of environments and we grew up differently and separately um we realized we weren't I guess as compatible as once were Mm -hmm. but um we recently just reconvened she came to my birthday dinner and I remember her jokingly saying Cause my mom said it was so great seeing you, you know, it's been a long time. And she was like, yeah, she was like, sometimes you just got to try, try again, you know, till you get it right. And she was talking about, you know, our friendship, although there was times that we didn't, you know, speak or sometimes it just didn't really work out just based off of differences or not even know how to communicate like this affected me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you really deciding I really care about this person. They really made an impact. It may not work right now. I got love for you. But if they do come around, you know. Um, it could work. Um, yeah. So yeah. for me, yeah, well, she's working on herself. Right? <coughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the fact that she's working working on herself. That should that, that probably made y'all connection a little way more better coming back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And we gotta normalize being okay with that journey, mm-hmm. right? You know, because you can be cool with somebody. They can be a sandbox. You drift apart, right? They go find themselves. It's okay to go through that journey, mm-hmm. right? If it brings you back. That's just them going through their process to get their mindset able to be able to rejoin you. You can rekindle the relationship. So, um, you know, that, that's, an, that's an important point because, you know, just because you grow apart, that doesn't mean you can't refund somebody again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, you know, but anyone that's going to be for your inherent good, you know, they need to, they, it's okay for them to come in. And it, it may not be today. It could be five years from now, but that's their journey and they got to go through it just like you got to go through yours. You know, so that's that's important. So one of the things I think is a lot of people learn from seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was really tough for me in a lot of sense. I had to cut a lot of people off. It's not like I'm cutting them off in terms of like they're gone forever. Right. A lot like people can still reach out to me. I'm not I'm not at a point where I can't somebody can't reach me. But I'm also so locked in and so focused on what I'm trying to do for the people who I care about. Mm -hmm. I can't let anyone deter me. So what I do Mm -hmm. is to combat that. I might not speak to people every day or I might not speak to them, you know, each year. But what I do is I do everything for them to be able to find a way. So if they pay attention to the journey, I left clues the entire time. Right. It's like I left clues the entire time. I haven't shunned anyone. I've never turned my back on anyone. It's like I got to focus in. You don't understand what's going on right now, but I do at a bigger level. So now I'm going to do what I have to do. Leave these clues. And when you catch on to these clues and you catch up, it was good, bro. We right back at it. Right back at it, yeah. I feel like using what you said, Teller, and trust, you know, com- combining those things, those characteristics, is like what we would call, like, I would see as God traits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God going to allow you to do what you want to do on this earth, on this God-given earth. And you're going to bump your toe. You're going to go to church. You might skip a Sunday. He ain't going to be mad at you, but just know the church is there or, you know, the word is there. Mm-hmm. You, left, you left notes for them, you know. Yeah. So I didn't, you, don't, you don't despise people for the, you know, decisions they make in life. Everybody got a choice. Yeah. But see, also, you know, you look out for your people as much as you can. And you leave that space allowed for them to know it's okay. Go ahead, do your thing. Go ahead, go bump your toe. 
I'll be right here. <laughs> I'll be right here on some God terms. Like I'll be, God is always there for you in prayer. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you're feeling, if not if I'm feeling down, I know I'm going to hit my prayer, you know, my meditation and speak to the higher being. I believe that's always there for me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be that person that's always there for somebody because a lot of people don't have nobody. That's a that's a huge, huh? Oh yeah. So <clears throat> one of the last, so me being a financial coach, right, and you know being in the twenties, I'm look, you know, how how do y'all think I can reach out more to the people in their twenties to make them or help them understand why personal finance is so important, and if they just this like if they're able to take some of the things that I say and apply them when it comes to personal finance. This journey can be much more fun and much less work. Dramatically you know I mean? different. Dramatically different. But I, dramatically and different. I would love, like, because I, I do know, like, and there's there's places reaching out, you know, I, I've, you know, schools and like, hey, we, we see this this deficit and like, we need this, right? But even for me, like, you know, social media and all these places, like, I, I'm, I, if y'all can say anything, like, what do you think, what, why do, what would be something to, to help someone in their 20s understand the importance? Of, of, you know, having a budget, you know, paying down your debt, learning to spend your money wisely, living be, below your means, like all of these different things, you know, making sure you have good credit, why you need to pay your bills on time, you know what I'm saying? 35% of your, of your credit score is payment history. That means if you don't pay your bills, 35% of your score is affected. You should probably pay them things, right? Like <laughs> that, but but how, how do you, and I, I think part of it is to get them to even seek it, right? Like, so how, it's a... It's a you have to want it first, so I guess... Um, getting more involved with crowds, like, at least in New York, because um, I didn't really notice or find myself in these areas um, in the South, but, like, in New York, I feel like there's such little hubs everywhere mm-hmm. and underground areas that are, like, advocating for certain little things, so just finding the group of people that actually do care and uh, putting them on. Them. Um and then I also feel like um, no, no, I like that. I like that. Um, I'd say we gotta make it cool. That's what it is. Like I feel like the youth just gotta determine what's cool for them. And, you know, damn, bro, I be paying my bills on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Damn, I, I, I got a couple no credit cards. <laughs> Damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got to think of what's really cool. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And all the, instead of, bro, yo, I got a couple girls on my line. Yo, I'm finna go buy three bottles tonight at the club. Like, is that really cool? But they still like mine. So if the <laughs> ones around you are saying that's cool, then mm-hmm. them ones think it's cool. So then it's like, it's kind of hard to show them how cooler it could be, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it drives me crazy. It's very uh, sad. It, for it's it's a real cool life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's it's cool very life. sad to see some people. I've seen some people who had more money in their closet than they had in their bank account. And I mean by by lots, right? And it or more money in their driveway than in their bank. And it's just like, yo, like why why are you making these decisions? And it always boils back down to the oh, I I needed to make myself feel good. I needed to. I deserve this, right? But they don't. They're they're too in it to realize that the thing they're telling themselves they deserve is the thing that's keeping them trapped in the in the in the debt trap. You Poison. Know I mean? <laughs> Poison. But Poison. you know, we 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 running running down on time. You know, it's been a, a great combo today. Um, but you know, as I always do with guests on the show, do you have any last words that you would like to leave the listeners with? Because Unlike, you know, some people, I do believe that everyone has a voice, right? And I don't care how old you are, uh, young or old, you know, if you showed yourself to be wise, I, I think you should share your, share your words, right? So I want you two to share your words as well because we learn from y'all just like y'all can learn from us. Absolutely. I'll jump in. <laughs> well, hello, world. I thank y'all for tapping in with us. Again, it's your boy, Mr. Mo Dollars. Um... It's just, I say, keeping connecting, keeping connected with us, like from the youth to the old and the old to the to youth. Even though it's not old, you know, age is just a number. I feel like just always challenging each other, 
will help us mm. no matter what. If we're always challenging each other to either think better, eat better, grow better, love better, operate better, how could we go wrong? Ain't lose. Our future say never gonna lose. Um, hey, Bria, Bria, one last <laughs> time. Um, for me, I would like to leave with everybody. You know, find your own, you know, self purpose, so that you can spread that on and find your like minded tribe individuals to make this life as easy as possible for yourself. Um, and. Don't think that anything's really impossible. I I grew up to believe I'm a very powerful being. Mm-hmm. So anything you put your mind and your tongue to, you can accomplish, again, with the right steps. Um, but even if you are not fortunate to have all the right steps, you know, put your best foot forward and really don't give up, honestly. Don't give up. Don't let anybody that's not in your position talk you down out of mm-hmm. how you think things should go. Um and stay true to yourself because once you reach the high, that once you reach the highest highs, you know it's a lot more temptation and the things that are thrown your way to like maybe that's not really you or maybe that's enticing. Yeah. You know it could really change you. So just be careful along the whole way. And yeah, I like that. Command team. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all got? I go for I go first. So. For, for, I would say, you know, if there's one thing I can make sure that is just forever apparent is remove limiting beliefs and remove all negativity from your life. So I say that to say that most of the times we don't reach the level or the heights that we want to get to is because we tell ourselves we can't do it or we allow someone to put a limiting belief on us. So as you move through your life, you have a purpose, you have a passion, you have a goal, you have a dream, you have an idea. Pursue it with at 100 miles per hour. Pursue it with like everything that like your life depend on it, basically. Um, and remove any negative thoughts and any negative feelings because the positive side of the equation always exists. Um, the best possible outcome can always occur. And we have to be willing to focus in specifically in pursuit of that only and just get rid of the negativity altogether whatsoever. If you do that, um, you will see yourself winning more times than not. More times than not, you'll, you'll, you'll be in position to win. And so, um, you know, when I think about taking a loss, you can't take a loss. Um, you know, you just got to fight to the fight. It's over. And if you and if you win and you get there, that just means it was a longer fight. You know, you, you can't you can't lose, though. So just remove that negative thoughts, negative feelings, limiting beliefs um, and understand that it doesn't matter what it is. You can achieve it. You can accomplish it. You just got to think big and, and, and you'll get there. And then I'll, I'll, I'll jump into. I'll say. Build a A plus team or you're done. Like that's the best way I could that's the best way I could put it, right? You build an A plus team or you go at it alone, but you don't go at it with negative people. Right? That, that, that's a very important thing. If you gotta go at it alone, it sucks, but at least you know you can trust yourself mm-hmm. and rely on yourself and rely on the people, you know, rely on the energy that you're gonna put into something. Mm-hmm. Like I always talk about it, you'll hear a lot of my videos where I say my number one investment. It's me. Like any day of the week, I'm going to make a phone call for myself. I'm going to read a book for myself. I'm going to go on the internet and look up some videos for myself. I'm putting an investment into myself. Then what I do from there is I go out and I scour the world. I just look for details. That's a big thing for me. I try to find the spark in people that people miss. Right? I was, I was the, the nerdy kid in the corner, but also the athlete that played basketball, but also hung out with the street dudes, but also was in, you know, playing on the chess team. I fit in everywhere because I understood people, right? So I take it a serious point to understand what people might be missing. Like, oh, he opened the door for that older lady. That means that deep down, he understands what it means to be respectful. That's a, that's a key characteristic, right? So that's somebody who can learn. We just got to be able to teach them. But if you're going at it with negative people, you're going to take an L. I'd rather go at it alone and then build a team over time of people that I could trust based on good qualities, based on respectable characteristics. And that's how you win in life. Hey, so before we get out of here, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't let the show in without, you know, mentioning heat, heat contained three M to the O to the dollar side. Yo, tell them. Hey, 
I need both of y'all to tell tell the viewers where they can find you at. You know where they can download the music at, where they can follow you at, all of that. Hey man, hello world. It's a guy, Mr. M to the O to the dollar sign. Um, y'all can find he contain three the deluxe as well. Which independent artist has a deluxe project? I ain't need the label to tell me that. I was doing myself. Yes, sir. You feel me? And it went stupid, by the hey, way. All tracks, on, ten in the head. What it was? Hey, no, time out. But um, you guys check me out at M O D O L L A Z N Y C. You know that's on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you want to find me on YouTube, just type in Mo Dollars M O D O L L A Z. Yeah. Y'all can find me um, on Instagram at B R E A. B E A L E. That's Bria Bill. Um, my little header is the one because I'm the one. Okay. 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 Heard you. And yeah, I know me, Andre M. Trust. Tell us where you at. You know me, tellers.j.pollard on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and keep it classy. Hey, keep I'll, it classy. I'll exactly. make sure I put everybody's contact information in the show description. But as always, right? So this is a show, and I always like to emphasize the fact that I don't just talk about numbers and spreadsheets because taking control of your finances is more than numbers and spreadsheets. Everything that you hear us speak about on this show is a part of becoming the person that's worthy of being financially free and being able to reach your financial goals. So the more that you understand these other aspects, the more that you'll be able to see the numbers and the spreadsheets start to work for you. Right? So with that being said, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Let's get in the smoker. Hey, we, 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 we got to do one more cheers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. There you go.